Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, you gotta fight for your right. <laughs> and now, from the IMLD Home Studios, in its 11th season, you are listening to, in much less detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Now your host, Jay and Ray. Yes, football Christmas morning. Everybody gets to open their presents in three hours and unwrap those first football games of the season, not counting the Thursday nighter that I'm sure my co-host doesn't really want to talk that much about. But we are here. We are excited and we are ready for football. You are listening to In Much Less Detail, the podcast here live on a Sunday morning, September the 10th, 2023. I'm Dre. He's Jay. We're going to get you all your picks for the rest of week one. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Thursday nighter that opened the season. That was a big surprise to a lot of people, but maybe not to some of us. Uh, Wait a minute. Well, is... I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. If you're claiming geniusness for one and oh, after that dumpster fire dog shit game, this is going to be an intolerable season. Because First of that all, game I'm always was dog shit. Number one, that I'm game, always intolerable. That game was unwatchable. <laughs> it reminded us of everything we love, the NFL is back, and everything that we hate. Uh, no officiating, inconsistent officiating, uh, horrible play on the field. And, yes, somebody somebody had to win the game, and, and good for the Lions, but if you walked out of that knowing anything about either one of those teams – good for you. I, I I know you're feeding the narrative and you got to stroke the ego because you're one and oh, you're going 273 and oh, good for you. But no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the narrative play here with you. That was an awful football game. Of course you're not doing it. You lost the pick. Uh, that sounds like somebody who lost the pick. Uh, so <laughs> I, I would have felt that way if I won the pick. Uh, sure. Okay. No, it was uh no, it wasn't very pretty. None of the week 1 games are ever very pretty. Uh, but especially uh if you're a Chiefs fan and you're a Kadarius Tony fan and oh my goodness, that that was pretty much it right there. Well, the, the I whole, mean, the Chiefs the officiating the Chiefs wouldn't have mattered if he could have caught the ball. We're supposed right, and we're supposed to have this uh, you know, ascension, this anointing of the Lions who did nothing on offense. Yeah. Right. So I so I didn't see anything that like for all these people who were like pushing the Lions. I mean, there were nice things in the game. You know, Jameer Gibbs looked really good. They didn't use him enough, but he looked really good. Um, but the, it was eh, it was just it was it was it's like you know we, we're we're picking games that count, but we might as well just start picking preseason games next year. 
I mean, we that, might this as well. Was a, we did. This was a preseason game. Right. So, I mean, if we're going to count these, well, let's just count all of it because that, that was especially towards the end because what I really noticed is, you know, because I felt bad for the Chiefs, first of all, because, I mean, what are you, what are you supposed to do when you've got one receiver by himself I, was, I told you, I was, I was texting you, I was looking for the cash sticking out of his back pocket. Uh, <laughs> but Was he trying to lose that game see, or what? Oh, my God. You could also see that the Chiefs' uh, defense just ran out of gas in the fourth quarter because they just they couldn't – David Montgomery was just barreling through them. And they, you know, they weren't used to playing four quarters – and it was oh, what an awful football game. But hey, I'm good. Good for you. I'm glad you won. I, I, I hope you feel <laughs> like you got 15 more winners here ready to go based off of that performance. I always feel like that. Um, the Lions showed more on offense than I think you're giving them credit for. I was actually struck by how different and more confident uh, Jared Goff looks like. Uh, a, another year in that offense, and now he really does. When he was letting those throws go, he really looked like he knew where it was going. He really was putting uh, his balls in, in a real good place. Uh, the running game, uh, as you mentioned, looked uh, pretty good, better late uh, as the Chiefs started to wear down. It, it helped a lot, of course, that, uh, as we talked about before the uh, before the game, uh, Clark and Jones were not there, and they, they really missed them. Um, and yet, yeah, with all of that, Chiefs still should have won the game because Kadarius Tony had multiple oh my God. opportunities. I mean, the Chiefs were up and covering in in the what going into the fourth quarter ish before Tony popped yeah. that ball I mean, in the was, air for the pick six. Yeah, that was and a, the Chiefs, an interception Chiefs, right on the, the receiver's Chiefs, hands. Right. Well, the Chiefs defense <laughs> were also holding them down, and then you get the pick six that just completely flips the game. Yeah. Upside down. It felt like the fumble in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Right? Like, because the yeah. Eagles were running away with that football game. They were completely dominating the Eagle, uh, the, the Chiefs. And then Hurts just goes, yeah! And just gives <laughs> yeah. the other team the ball. And then he get a, uh, a scoop and score. It was, it was the opposite. I mean, it was – I love how the memes are all just showing the ball perfectly in between Kadarius Tony's hands and then say that this, this was returned an for an inter- – this was a touchdown for the other team. <laughs> This is a defensive score uh, for your DFS <coughs> players. This ball that was right on the receiver's hands. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that, that's, that's the game. not have it any more perfectly, like right mm-hmm. in between the hands, like right where, you know, right where even where you're supposed to catch it. And then, I don't know, ball like a grease, like grease, like poof, right through. <laughs> uh-huh. And then perfectly falls into the DB's hands and, you know, get what well, the rookie first game. Oh, look what I found. That is a gift. Yeah. So Hope they all yeah, come if, if I I am not I am not projecting anything for the future success of either one of these teams based off of that game. Now obviously the the outlook for the Lions was good and I'm not going to be like, well, I'm down on the Lions after that game. I'm not even going to say I'm that down on the Chiefs other than that AFC is way too competitive for them to gag up a game like that. And, you know, we when we get late in the season, when every little L matters, you know, when you're sitting at 12 or you're sitting at 13 and we start talking about home field, it'd be really hard for them not to look back at giving one away. <laughs> and for what you now call the Kadarius Tony game, 
That is, there's no other way I could see that game. Uh, that game was uh, the Chiefs should have won that game if not for Kadarius Tony. The, the uh, yes. multiple drops and the pick six all on him, all on him. Yeah, completely. Before we get too deep into it, though, uh, think the, do you think the Chiefs are getting a, a note or a letter or something this week about Jawan Taylor lined up in the backfield on every play? No, because the reps are right there. They they could have called that anytime they wanted. It would, but it was so highlighted. Even when the official guy that they have is sitting there, was that yeah. Terry McClory or whoever it was? Even when they go to him and he's like, "Yeah, this is awful." <laughs> then you know, when, 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 right when the was, sanctioned guy is up there. Yes, when, when the sanctioned guy is up there. So I had that sense that no, it's not going to be that you're going to just start seeing this flagged a ton. I just wonder next week if he's crept up a little bit closer, um, you know, because, you know, each team, whatever, like, you know, they get to say, they get to have their meeting with the refs because I guarantee you every team going into that meeting with the refs going forward, because now it's, it's spotlight. I don't care if he was doing it in Jacksonville. He could have been knifing dudes on every play in Jacksonville and nobody would have cared because he was in Jacksonville, you know, or if you're in Seattle, but you're playing for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and you're the world champs. Everybody is going to be on this now. But I thought that was pretty funny when even the, the, the NFL officiating expert was like, this is awful. This is terrible. They should be- I've, seen, I've seen other uh, tackles do that before, trying to get that jump on the blind side. Uh, so it's not the first time. And, it, no, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm not changing a thing. I'm going to keep doing it every time until the refs call it. Because so why not? Throwing, yeah. Just keep doing Oof. Yeah. And then they did call it on what the last yeah, play. The right. last play. Yeah. Took him a while, but they, they figured it yeah. out. Maybe they, uh, they Goodell took him a note down or something. Well, hey, it wasn't just guys. that he was lined up in the backfield. It was also that he actually jumped ridiculously right. early on that one play. That's the thing. He, he was in the backfield because he was moving before the ball was snapped. Yeah. Now, on a lot of them, when I was watching what they were showing, I wasn't having so many issues with the the, the timing because, boy, him and the ball are almost in – I mean, it is really – got to go frame by frame. It's really close. So good on him on having that timing down. You can see why the Chiefs got this guy. The problem was, you know, he's he's a slot receiver on half the plays. <laughs> He needs to uh, make himself eligible. He's lined up eligible, so far. Yeah, just make yourself eligible and line up in the slot. <laughs> And then put the number, and then put the slot receiver up on the line. And then you number seventy six or whatever his number is is eligible, and also the left tackle. Yes, at the same time. Um, <laughs> the only thing I take away from the game is you can only lose so many superstars. We talked about Jones, we talked about Clark, and then Travis Kelsey going. To, that's just that's just a bridge too far. Even with Tony making those catches and yep. winning the game for the Chiefs. But because you don't have those superstars, when the, the Kadarius-Tony game happens, you, you can't look around and, and you know make up for that. You can't, okay, five, screw you, I'll go to Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey's not here. Screw you, I'll go to Tyreek Hill. Well, Tyreek right. Hill's not here. But there's nowhere else you can really go, and Sky Moore isn't, uh, still isn't doing what he's supposed to do. So you're just that's the only takeaway I take. Is just, just, and you, it, you can only lose, you know, lose so much if you're the Chiefs. I don't think it was that he lost the superstar. He lost the safety blanket. You know, you could lose Tyree Hill because you're not just looking for him. 
You know, Travis Kelsey got it, was wide open because he got himself wide open and made all these plays and they ran everything through him. So a lot of the times when, when Mahomes was like, it looked like all oh, herky-jerky, how many times was it like he would have thrown to Kelsey by now? He would have, you know, so you could see. Oh, yeah. And all with all that still being said, they still should have won the game. They, they should have, but they didn't because yeah. I picked Lions and put money on it by accident. But it I counts. Was, I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, still counts. That actually is the exception, <laughs> right? So what I recommend is that you keep putting money on uh-huh. games. No, your problem is when I put money on games and, and I intend and I intend to do that it. You accidentally, yeah, but then you should have picked against it because then you then you were guaranteed one winner. <laughs> just cancel it out. Just short it. Correct. Right before you the either game get starts. a win with us or you get a win for, of money. Well, you know. Uh-huh. Since you make no nope, money I, off of this, make money. I, I let it ride, and, and it worked for, for one night. For one game, uh, and I'm glad you feel so great. I do. Very proud. Also very tired coming off of uh, doing the college game last night in Jonesboro. Whew, what a what a late night. But I'm here. we got 15 more games to pick, and we're going to give you all the uh, other safety blankets that are hurt and, and not going to be there for their teams. Uh, and we'll do that in a couple of minutes. You are listening live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Not on the radio, but only here on the website, blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail. To be notified when we're live, you can follow the show on the Blog Talk Radio website, or you can follow my Twitter feed at IMLDDre when I tweet out when we're live before every show. Jason is on Twitter, too. His feed is at IMLDJTG. Our show is available as a podcast where you get the live show and a special VIP after show. To listen to the show as a podcast about an hour or so after the live show is over, come back to the show page and look through our archives or subscribe on iTunes or any number of different podcasting apps, including Player.fm, Mixcloud, Blueberry, and the TuneIn Radio app. You'll get the whole show, the live show and the after show downloaded straight to you. You can always send us a question or comment or shout out via email to the following email address in much less detail at gmail.com. You can follow all of our picks on our blog. The website for the blog is in much less detail.blogspot.com. Our Thursday night picks will be available Thursday afternoon on our Twitter feeds. Again, that's at IMLDDre and at IMLDJTG. This copyrighted broadcast is a production of Jay and Me, and is solely performed for our entertainment, as well as for any poor soul who happens to be listening. It is intended to be a football pick show for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, retransmission, or any other use of the descriptions and accounts of this podcast without the express written consent of Jay or me is strictly prohibited. All right, it is the week that we all have all been waiting for. Our football fandom has been waiting for week one to come. It is finally here, and we are ready to make our picks. So, Jay, so, ready to go? I am, but I was just thinking, listening to that, how soothing the plugs are. I think you need to do the plugs like you do the intro. Blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail. Yeah. Michael Flutie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I need more co- uh, more caffeine to do that. I need a oh, lot okay. more caffeine. Uh, let's get started with the Dirty South Panthers versus Falcons. Oh boy, both teams uh, seven and ten, and you would think they're both kind of down in the dumps, but both of us picked one of those teams to bounce all the way back and and win the division. Hmm. Uh, well, somebody has to. <laughs> this is true. And we both surprised each other with with that one. Uh, Carolina will not have uh, their receiver, DJ Chark. Guess what? He's got a hamstring injury. You're going to hear a lot of that. Uh, Falcons don't have their cornerback, Jeff Okuda. He's got a foot injury. Uh, Panthers with their rookie quarterback starting off the procedures with Bryce Young. They are three and a half point underdogs down in Atlanta. I'll tell you as a lifelong uh, Falcons fan that – they just—I don't know if the stats are going to back me up on this, but unknown and rookie QBs just eat their lunch for some reason. So I think everybody's like real high on Atlanta this week to to come in, and I, I'm taking Atlanta to win the game, but I'm taking the hook. I'm taking Carolina in the points. Uh, division matchup—they don't—they don't like each other. Uh, this whole division doesn't like each other. Uh, it is the dirty South. And while I think that Atlanta plays a brand of football, we called them Titans South on the uh, on the preview show, that does lend itself to closer games. So I need to see more from Desmond Ritter. I need to see this new look offense. I mean, they could come out and just completely blow the doors off the Panthers if, if they can get to the Bryce Young. But till I actually see it on the field, I'm taking a close field goal game here. I think that everybody comes out a little tight. Ritter comes out a little tight. Uh, I, I'm really interested in seeing uh, B. John Robinson. I mean, I would just love to see him just go nuts and go off um, and fill that Derrick Henry role and be a pass catcher and, and do all the things they're saying he's going to do. But it's week one. Yeah. Tight um, game, 2017-ish feel to it. I'll take the uh, Carolina and the points. Not only everything you just said, but the fucking same score. What the hell, dude? You've been reading my notes. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. They uh, they got the Spider Man meme going because both their offenses are similar. I don't see the Panthers or the oh, Falcons yeah. lighting up the sky uh, through the air. I think they're both going to rely on ground games. And uh, yeah, I, I think Atlanta's going to win by three. I, I have Atlanta to win. I can't imagine winning by more than a field goal. And I had twenty seventeen as my prediction. So yeah, we're, we're you can't be more lockstep for the first pick. We have the exact same score and the exact same team winning. So there you go. Uh, all these lines, by the way, off of uh, betmgm.com this morning. The only difference from that in the covers, handicapping contest, a lot of hooks, a lot more hooks uh, for, for BetMGM right now. So I don't know if that's oh, a function good. of uh, Sunday morning or if that's how it's a uh, lot less pushes. Only, less pushes. Uh, you're only going to have three uh, uh, numbers that don't have a hook on didn't we have a ridiculous number of pushes last year? Yeah, I felt like it. Felt like it was double digit uh, pushes. Oh, we had like ten. I mean, it was you know. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna not have that many today. Three at the most. Uh, next, Watch we have all the three Houston push. <laughs> Probably the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, more rookie quarterback action. Uh, Texans three thirteen and one last year. Bring in their new coach uh, D'Amico Ryan's ten and seven, and all their drama and injuries. So they're back whole as whole as they're going to be with uh, Lamar Jackson healthy and back. Doctor Lamar is ready to rock and roll. 
uh, for the Texans. They're already going to be down there. Cornerback uh, Jimmy Ward with a hip injury and receiver John Mechie. Guess what? He's got a hammy. Uh, and the Ravens are down uh, their cornerback, Mark, uh, Marcus Humphrey, who's got a foot injury. And speaking of safety blankets, Mark Andrews, unlikely to play as of the reports this morning with the knee injury. With that, the Texans are still the underdog. Uh, this is the biggest. This is actually still the biggest spread of the week. Texans are plus nine and a half at the Ravens. Yeah. Hey, that's that opened to ten. So somebody put money on Houston. That, that might just be the sharps at BetMGM. Yeah, it could be. Uh, and there will come a day when Lamar Jackson's body falls apart, and it's not what it used to be. And there will come a day when I don't lock the Baltimore Ravens in week one, but this is not that day. Like we said before the show, it's a tradition unlike any other. Lock the Ravens week one. The over-under on this is 43 and a half. The Ravens might get this by themselves. Beg for D'Amico Ryans? Wow. Um. Yeah, which fresh, brand-new offense uh, will perform well right out of the box? It's week one, so probably neither. Um, I I know Baltimore's week one history uh, as well as you do, and I respect it. But traditions are made to be broken. Streaks are made to be broken. The Ravens' preseason streak was broken because, of course, I put money on it. Uh, But outside of that, I'm just worried it's, you know, Lamar and the brand new offense, very first game, pre, uh, preseason game, week four, basically, as we always call uh, week one. That, that's that's too many points. I, I can't do it. Can't, can't do it. What? Oh, my God. I'm taking the Texans like, and the points. I, oh, I, wow. I know. Hey, you know what? If you pull this one off. <laughs> I'll, I'll can't do it. <laughs> if, you, if you pull this one off. Now, I will tell you, even though I have this as my lock of the week, my wife's in the survivor pool, and I did not tell her to take Baltimore. So, ah, see? You're kind of down. But, see, because last year, because no doubt, that, Baltimore. No, because the team I told her to take is never going to get picked again this season. So, <laughs> okay. you guys will think about that, right? Because if, if you take the Ravens, you burn the Ravens in the survivor pool. I understand Where, that, but we've always said you kind of want to burn them early, too, because later on in the season, they're going to well, fall apart, as you already said. Uh, uh, got to think about those yeah, things. It's right? John Harbaugh. It's week one. It's the bar. It's going to be wide open. God, do you remember that one season when it was week one and he threw five touchdowns? Yeah. Yeah, very much. This might look like that. I hope it does. I'm, I'm, and I'm going. This, and, and, and I had 10 covers. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you get that hook. Uh, but, I'm, I'm trusting in CJ Stroud. I don't know. I mean, why. no, I'm thir- just... I'll take thirteen to three. Yeah, I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where Houston's getting the points from. I think that's where the problem I have is. Um, but we'll find out. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure either, but I'm, I'm taking the points. I think I just think that's a lot of points for Lamar and, and a brand new offense. Eh, I'll I'll make them prove it to me. Uh, on to the first battle of Ohio of the season of two, because the Bengals and Browns always play two in the same division. Since he going to Cleveland, uh, 12 and four last year, Browns six and 10. Joe Burrow and his calf has always been the uh, the question mark to start the season. He's going to go. He hasn't played all preseason, just got back to practice, but he's going to get out there uh, against Miles Garrett and, and best of luck to, to Mr. Burrow behind that offensive line. 
probably because of that, Bengals are a very slight favorite. They're only minus one and a half at the Browns. You said exactly what I was going to say when I made the pick. Joe Burrow nicked up, gets the bag, first game, Miles Garrett? No, I'm taking the Browns mm. to win. Mm. Uh, can't blame you at all for that. Uh, Joe Shiesty threw four INTs last year, week one, uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hell, uh, maybe <laughs> missing Campbell. That was a game. Uh-huh. Uh, m- maybe missing Campbell helped him <laughs> because he could just yeah. get out there and ball. He need, doesn't have to worry about that. He's just, okay, I haven't played in a month. I haven't, uh, I haven't practiced. Uh, let, let's just go out there and, and play football and not worry about any of that. You know, Cleveland pass rush may put him back in the locker room. I completely understand that. But taking the Bengals, it's only one and a half. They're clearly a better team than the than the Browns on pretty much every level. Uh, so I'm on, I'm going to go with Cincinnati, and then uh, I'm, I'm on to Cincinnati, and just hope that I can get away with, uh, with with Week One. Okay. I mean, we're on to Cincinnati. It's the smarter pick. Got to got to have some safe picks, especially in Week One. Uh, I, I, I still got some crazy ones. We, we got a long way to go. Jaguars, <laughs> Colts. We yeah. take them all, folks. Uh, yet another uh, rookie quarterback getting uh, his first starts. Got a lot of them this week. Got three of them. Uh, for the Colts, uh, also in addition to Anthony Richardson, uh, they got that uh, Jonathan Taylor situation. Uh, he's on pup with that ankle injury. I call it shady pup because I don't think he's really – if you pay attention to his socials, he's not really hurt, but they got him on pup anyway, so he's not going to play – First four games, uh, Darius Leonard finally is going to return from being dumplings, but that'll be his first game action in a long time. So we'll see how that turns out for him. Jags nine and eight, coming off of the incredible playoff win last year. Colts four twelve and one, coming off the stench of the uh, Jeff Saturday era. Uh, Jags are the favorites here, minus four and a half at the Colts. Yeah, full strength, all systems go here for the Jaguars. They take that offense that really rounded into form last year. Trevor Lawrence took the big leap. Uh, they get Travis Etienne back. They add Calvin Ridley to that mix. It's just weapons all over. Have them winning this division, which I completely understand. I'm not one. I have them in the wild card. I don't have them winning the division. But there's a lot of people who also have this as a, like a 13-win team in the AFC. Okay. I mean, there might not be a 13-win team in the AFC. The AFC is so loaded this year. But that, that's farther down the road. That's a conversation for another day. Uh, Colts might be the worst or second worst franchise in the league. They're really bad. They're, the way they handled this Jonathan Taylor thing where you're worth a first-round pick from another team, but you're not worth getting paid. I right. don't get it. So just sit here, and we'll get nothing. That's even better. Uh, Smart. Good luck, good luck, Anthony Richardson and and. and the weapon, it got a few things. I could see him hanging around for a little while in this game, but in the dome on the turf, I think the Jags just flipped this thing upside down in the second half. I'll take the Jags squish. My latest sound drop is uh, indicative of uh, Jim Irsay and some of the decisions that the Colts make in there. Uh-oh. Remember, remember like 15, 20 years ago, uh, this re- reporter went on uh, the air, I think out in California, trying to report on the uh, on the Grammys or the Oscars and just basically had a stroke or meltdown right in the middle of her report. Oh, well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy divertation tonight. We had a very Darrison bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Tazen, let's go to the head of the pet. That's pretty much what Jim Irsay sounds like every time he speaks these days. So, And the decisions that he makes sounds like that as well. Um, 
yeah, I know I'm very classless for pulling that, but wow, what a what a tape, huh? What a sound, what a sound drop. Uh, I don't know where to put that, like in our uh, you know after show uh, decisions on what our drops are going to be for for our for our recap well, show, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's like struggling almost. <laughs> yeah, right. that's the that's a longer version of struggling, pretty much. Because uh, he was really struggling. Uh, the Colts should really be struggling, too. Nice soft start for the Jags. I'd be shocked if Anthony Richardson hits the ground running. Uh, Trevor Lawrence lighting up this secondary kind of feels like a DFS steal, if I may. Uh, you know, you're in the dome. You don't have to worry about weather. So that, that might be something to think about for you players out there this morning. Um, I will concur and take the Jaguars. On to the uh, Titans and Saints in, in hot South Division action. AFC versus NFC. Tennessee, 7-10. and 10. New Orleans. Seven and ten, both trying to bounce back. Uh, New Orleans has to put their receiver uh, Traquan Smith on the pup list with a groin injury, uh, so they're not starting off so strong. And of course, Alvin Alvin Kamara will not be there, uh, serving a three-game suspension for the fight that he got into. Uh, Tennessee, slight underdog in this one, uh, plus two and a half at New Orleans. Yeah, and funny thing is, I, I like that we're using these like to the minute lines here. Uh, I don't like it for this pick because I'm taking the underdog Titans, but yeah. I picked this game an hour ago at three. Yeah. So there's movement. Uh, we're taking this thing right up to the wire here. Uh, Titans minus two and a uh, plus two and a half, but I'm taking the Titans uh, again. I said this in the preview show. This was a seven and two, seven and three team last year before Tannehill got hurt and things started falling apart. And when you want the Titans to do their thing, it's when they're fresh. So this, this just feels like a Titans spot. Uh, You're familiar with this team being down there. Nobody's talking about them. A lot of people have this as a last, I can't believe there's people that have this as a last place team, but there's people out there that say this team's just completely done. And after that collapse in crater last year, I could see it, but Mike Vrabel's a good coach. Derek Henry's at full strength. Tannehill's back, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Traylon Burks was nicked up, but I guess he's playing because I did not hear him. On he'll be the out list. there. It, I, don't, I don't know how. Yeah, um, I don't think he's going to have but, a long uh, yeah. playlist, but he'll be out there. As close to full strength as you can get with the Titans, where there's continuity there with New Orleans, it's all new. It's it's Derek Hards, no Alvin Kamara. I think they're going to fumble more. This might feel more preseason like for them, where all the Titans yeah. have to do is give the ball to 22 and. Go have fun. So I'll take the Titans, go on the road, sneak a win, ugly game, take the under. Um, I understand that. This is a tough pick for me either way. Um, Both offenses to me have parts that look old and declining. Uh, As I said, I love Derrick Henry, but he's definitely losing a step. Um, And Tannehill, Tannehill's got to prove that to me, the connection with with Hopkins and uh, with Traylon Burks. Um, Okay, uh, go go and do it. You know, it's there for you if you can pull it off, if you're uh, consistent enough to pull it off. I, I don't trust Dan Hill to be consistent enough uh, to pull that off. So by a slight margin, I'm going with the Saints. Um, this almost feels like maybe they, they're down in the fourth quarter and Derek Carr just starts, you know, bombing it to Chris Olave over and over and daring the Titans to stop it and they can't stop it. And they, he wins on a last-second touchdown or something like that. So it's a close pick uh, for me, but I'm going uh, to go against you and go with the Saints. And I love giving the two and a half. They, if they win by a field goal, I'll take it. Yeah, I, like I said, I picked that at three an hour ago when I did my sheets, and I'm like, oh, oh that's not three. No, Sharps have uh, bumped that down a little. 
Uh, San Francisco goes out to Pittsburgh. Uh, West going east in that one. Niners at 13 and four last year. Steelers somehow at nine and eight. They just keep finding ways to finish over 500. Um, and we both got them in the playoffs this year. Is that right? Yes. That okay. was our surprise because we yeah. uh, don't have the Ravens. We we actually I think was that our kumbaya division. <laughs> oh, that's I believe you're right. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so for the Niners, Nick Bosa has no practice time. He doesn't need it. Um, he find it, finally got his deal, and uh, he's going to be out there. George Kittle, however, has a groin injury. Uh, he, I think he's going to play, but I don't think he's going to be anywhere near full strength for that one. Uh, Niners are still the favorite, uh, minus two and a half at the Steelers. Yeah, they get Brock Purdy back. He gets his first live, you know, real game action since he fell apart in the uh, in the championship game, and then just that. Boy, they've had that awful taste in their mouth since mm-hmm. that big letdown game. And this is now, now they get to go out there and yay, preseason doesn't count. This is their first time as a team, mostly intact, to go out there and prove it. But they're going to run, I think, into a buzzsaw here. I think that Pittsburgh defense, TJ Watt, he's going to be coming after them. I think they're going to blow this thing up. I don't think San Francisco goes west to east here and sneaks out with the win. I'm taking the Steelers straight up. Uh, should be uh, a good. There's another very tight one. I, I went back and forth. Uh, Nick Bosa versus T.J. Watt. Let's go. Let's see who's going to wreck shop. Which edge rusher is going to destroy the other team first? Uh, Brock Purdy versus Kenny Smallhands might be a, a good matchup. Sort of underrated on paper. Um, I, I would. I was trying to lean Kyle Shanahan. You know how much I respect uh, the Shanahanigans and what he's done yeah. with that Niners offense uh, as a difference maker. Uh, and Trent Williams as the maybe the difference maker to stop or slow down T.J. Watt is a much better uh, left tackle for the Niners, the Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, as opposed to what the Steelers are running out there. I think they're going to run the, the whoever rookie that they drafted uh, at left tackle. So that might be the difference. Uh, but I, I'm still going to agree and take the steal. I just got that weird feeling. San Fran's going west to east early game. Uh, I, I, I'm, it's very close, but I, I'm going to, by a very small margin, uh, concur and take the Steelers, maybe even uh, to lose by two. Maybe maybe they lose the game, but they don't lose by three. Maybe It might be even be that close. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, this is, this is a good game. This is one of those sneaky noon starts. Might be one of the – this might be the best of the noon starts. I, I think I would concur with that. Uh, this will not be with the best of the noon stars. The Arizona Cardinals and the Washington Commanders. <laughs> oh, sorry. We, we we do pick them all. Uh, Arizona at four and thirteen last year, and, oh. and starting all over with the new regime, uh, new quarterback, Colt McCoy, way too successful. Got to dump him. Got to bring in Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. The, uh, the the choke for Caleb. That's the starting quarterback. That, that's the mantra for Arizona this year. Uh, and Washington, uh, Chase Young's got a stinger. Uh, he's he's going to be out, so that's a little bit of a help for the Cardinals. Uh, nonetheless, they're still a big underdog. Cards are plus seven at the Commandos. Uh, I believe that by the end of this season, the Cardinals will be pining for the heady days of winning four games. Um, <laughs> I'm actually under, I think, on them this year. I might be under two on them if there was a prop bet for that in Vegas. This is the worst team in football. I mean, and they're they're on purpose the worst team in football. They're, they're so they're clearly not trying. Uh, this was, by the way, the Washington T 
Team Manderskins, the team that I told my <laughs> wife to take in her survivor pool. So ah. that tells you what I think of this game. Uh, yeah, it's Sam Howell. We really don't know what to expect of him, but it's probably going to feel more like a scrimmage. Washington's got a really good running game. They've got good wide receivers. Terry McLaurin was banged up. Looks like he's going to go because I did not see him on the final injury. Yep, um, listing as far as not going to go, that just amplifies Dotson and Samuel. and That's actually a very loaded offense. I think they blow the doors off the Cardinals here, so I'll take Washington squish. Almost locked this one up. Well, we're going to see things slightly different in this one. I t- there's ways to make money on these games that make you throw up still, because I looked at uh, Josh Dobbs versus Sam Howell, and the first thing that lit my brain up was flood the under. Just kill this under, people. I don't know what the number is. Just kill it. Murder it. Because I can't imagine either team getting past, like, 15 points. I'm, I'm honestly... I mean, 16 to 3 is still a cover. <laughs> it is. It, it, it also was the under by a mile, I'm sure. Uh, yes. So that's the, yeah, that's the better bet. is the over-under. I don't see this yeah. game sniffing 38. No, no. I mean, the only yeah, way this point. game sniffs 38 is if Washington gets 35 of them. <laughs> but the, the commandos, the potato skins, they're already complaining about Eric Bieniemy's hardcore training. And they're you know, talking about he's too, too hard on them, too rough on them during training camp. And you know what that says to me? Those players are screaming out to Eric Bieniemy, hey, we're not the Chiefs. All right, we're not that good. Stop running us and drilling us like we're Pat Mahomes and, and all these Chiefs and what. We're not that. We're not that. No, I don't think they're going to destroy. Their, I don't know if they're capable of destroying anybody. Uh, maybe they will be later in the year as as things go on and they train better and train harder. But right now, a preseason week four. No, I'll take the points. I'll take the cards and the and the seven points. Okay, I like that. I like that. I, I hope they don't win the game. They're trying actively not to win games. I understand that, but. Uh, seven is a lot for, for that, that commandos offense. On to, this is the late afternoon action. And we'll start up there with the Packers and the Bears and the oldest rivalry in the NFL. And all of the storylines surrounding this one, Green Bay with their new starter, Jordan Love, taking over for their old starter, Karen Rodgers. The Bears, uh, the most hyped three and 14 team in the history of football. I think we've already established that. Uh, behind their guy, uh, welcome to, to Soldier Fields. Uh, of course, being a Bears fan, I hope things go very well for him. Uh, not going to start off too well for Jordan Love just because, again, hammies, Christian Watson, out, got a hamstring yep. injury. Romeo Dobbs, I think he's going to play, but he's got a hamstring injury. I wouldn't rely too much he on might be dragging his uh, leg behind him a little bit, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm out here. I'm playing. I'm not, I'm not anywhere near a, a top I mean, speed or 100%. Against previous Bears defenses, that would suffice. Yeah. Uh, uh-oh. Did I, did I lose you or did I lose my headphones? No, I'm still here. Okay. Yeah, I just might. I told you my and uh, before, I just want to point out for point of order here before we get too deep, because let's make this Bears-Packers uh, pick, but I, I think we skipped an early game because uh, I don't think we did Tampa-Minnesota yet. Okay. I was, I was reading straight off the uh, – Bet MGM, so they must not have a line for that one. Uh, I, no, I did, I, did, at least I, I have one for a Bet MGM on the covers.com page. So, all right, I'll go back to uh, Bet MGM and see what they what they have to Sorry. say. But uh, yeah, we already started on the. Yeah, so let's Bears do that Packers. one, and then we can we can circle back. 
Uh, Packers are a very slight underdog, plus one and a half at the Bears. Yeah, now, that had been – I've seen that line two and a half for the Bears. I've seen it sneak back to the Packers. I've seen it sneak back to the Bears. What crazy line. Now, you want your narrative plays here, right? You're the Bears. You have had to put up with this team whooping your ass for 30 years, right? You had to put up with Favre. You had to put up with Rodgers. You even had to put up with Don Mikowski, the magic man, back before that. If you cannot muster all it takes in front of this home crowd to kick the puppy when it's down, then it's going to be another long season because you don't get these guys again until the very last game. So that taste in the mouth will linger for either one of these teams all season long. And I, if the Bears are not summoning the ghosts of Walter Payton and <laughs> George Papa Bear, I mean, it should be everything that they have to win this game. And they, they cannot go out and lose and lay an egg in this game. Not to this team without Rodgers. You finally got them where you wanted. All the Bears fans are all, yeah, this is in field. This is our year. You, you, this team can't stop the run. We should run it down these guys' throats. I'm taking the Bears completely expecting them to gag on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and missing whatever weapons that Jordan Love has, and will he be yeah. able to even get them the ball? Um, uh, all of that. I- I'm take- taking the Bears, uh, hoping to God that they don't gag on it, um, <laughs> and-, and possibly giving them the ultimate kiss of death because this is why I couldn't lock up the Ravens this week. Well, I don't have the Ravens anyway, but come on, Chicago. Come on. Let's go. You got the blueberry and the orange Kool-Aid just mixing them together. (laughs) You tried it last year and it was a bitter pill to swallow. So, yeah, all right, Rodgers is gone. You've been that guy for like three years. Let's Let's get him out of here. Let's go. Uh, they can't lose to Jordan Love and this banged-up Packers team. They can't, can they? You just named all the reasons why they can't. I'm, I'm right along with you, absolutely. The difference is I actually believe it. I don't know if you really believe it. I believe that. it I because they, okay. it's, I don't think, I'm not picking them because I think they're going to win. I'm picking them because they have to. Because they if better. they don't, if they don't, I'm driving – about 100 miles south, just so I can sit in radio range of the score <laughs> and listen What's to the, the Bears sports talk. Bears? I'll, I'll call sick into work all week just so I can sit there and I'll have my headphones on or I'll be in my car just laying back, listening to the score all week. Because could you imagine if Jordan Love balls out and, and beats this Bears? I can't – I'm sure I'm, I'm sure if you played this game 100 times, it'll happen a few. But come on, Bears. You cannot let these guys beat you. There, there will certainly be high suicide watching uh, in Chicago if they do lose to, uh, <laughs> to the Packers. violence will soar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, it, it, we're in the uh, new age now, Jay. You don't oh. have to go through and then drive down and whatnot. You can stream no, the score. You can stream. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a joke. Okay. But I might. Uh, but... <laughs> I, I might be streaming some 670 AM if this thing goes up, upside down. The hell's the matter with these guys? Fire them all. Uh, There's some sneaky um, shootout potential to this game, though, by the way. Uh, I like the over on this one. Hmm. It's at 41 and a half. I think this goes over. 
Um, I, I wound up right at 41, so I, I guess I don't uh, feel oh. strong either way. What, 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 would you, what was your 24 17? Uh, 31 10. You better beat the fuck up. Wow. Like better. a drum. Like a drum, exactly. Bang right. on that drum all day. Damn right. All right. Uh, BetMGM has a line for Vikings Bucks. Yeah. I may have skipped it because I'm very tired, but it may not have it's been okay. there before. I'm just anyway. going through my list here, and I was like, oh, we're, you said we're in the afternoon games, and I'm like, oh, they didn't. Unless they flexed Tampa Bay, Minnesota, <laughs> I think we missed one. Uh, thank you very much for calling that out because I uh, apparently did miss it. All right, Bucks Vikings. Uh, the post TB12 era begins for Tampa. The Alexander Madison era begins for Minnesota. Let's see who comes out on top of this one. Tampa eight and nine last year. The Vikings thirteen and four, and then bounced in their very first playoff game. So let's see who yeah. bounces back here to start the season. Bucks are plus four and a half at the Vikings. Yeah, you know, and Baker Mayfield's actually been handed a, a pretty nice offensive roster. He's got two ex- excellent, one world-class and one extremely good wide receiver, and they're both good at different things. You know, Godwin's that yak guy, and Evans is the field stretcher. Kate Otten had a nice uh, first season as a uh, as a rookie tight end. Rashad White takes over. Nice burst. Good, you know, now that they don't have to worry about, like, Leonard Fournette and the corpse of Leonard Fournette. Uh, going two yards in a cloud of dust uh, anymore. So maybe some of the nicest weapons overall that Baker Mayfield has had. And he gets to take them into a Minnesota team that did absolutely nothing to improve their defense that let them win 13 games last year and still be underwater, which is still one of the most ridiculous stats you'll ever see for all the points they scored. Love the over on this game. I think this might be the shootout of the weekend. Uh, I could see Cousins, and on the other side, you've got Jefferson, and they added Jordan Addison. But if there's one part of this field where I'm just not sure if Alexander Madison is a three-down bell cow type back, you know, he he gives me those James Conner vibes, right? Or (laughs) or you know, you're the guy when the other guy is not there, but when the other guy finally leaves, you're 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 not the guy. I'm taking Tampa and the points. Okay. Because even if Minnesota wins, it'll be by two or one. (laughs) You know, and if they lose, it'll be by 30. (laughs) That's what they do. That's the Vikings. Vikings. Skull. 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 I I don't know if Alexander Madison knows if he's a three-down back or not. I don't think anyone knows until he gets the chance (laughs) to prove it. So. But I'm not saying he's not going to. I'm saying they, there's no way to know because he's never gotten that chance. And so now he's going to uh, absolutely get that chance. I'm fascinated if that Vikings defense will, again, piss away anything that the Vikings offense does, just like they did last year. Yeah. Um, like like I said, they bring in uh, uh, Brian Flores to, to run over that defense uh, and see if that makes a difference. Uh, they, they might let Baker look decent, but it's still Baker Mayfield. So uh, I'm going to err on the side of the Vikings this time. I, I don't feel great about that, but I'm going to give the four and a half. It sounded like you felt a little icky making that one. Yeah, I, I, I held my nose when I made that pick, but I, I can't take Baker. I'm sorry. He's, he's still Baker Mayfield. Okay, the rest of the late afternoon games, now that I've gotten that out of the way, did I miss any others uh, early? Or, or, uh, not, correct not me if I'm wrong. Let me, uh, let me count live. Let me count live. Well, I just didn't want to get to have... the end of the show. We're at the after show and go, did we pick Tampa, Minnesota? <laughs> uh, I, I do have 16 games listed now, so I, I am whole. Thank you. Uh, 
Philly and New England, Eagles, Patriots. Uh, Philly at 14-3, and three, what a great season they had and what a great Super Bowl. Uh, coming off short, but had every chance to put that thing away. Uh, and the Patriots, 8-9, and nine, kind of muddling along. Um, they've already got injuries. Uh, they'll be missing their cornerback, Jack Jones. Guess what? He's got a hamstring. Uh, they'll be missing their re- – they don't have too many receivers, but they will not have Devontae Parker. He's got a knee injury. Uh, Eagles come in uh, as a very, to me, slight uh, favorite. I was surprised by this spread. They're only minus three and a half at the Patriots. Yeah, there's a narrative push uh, right now that seems to be this, this groundswell of support here for the Patriots, that this is a trap spot for the Eagles. It, it, I'm not buying it. Um, <laughs> I think the Eagles up and down the field are going to abuse Mac Jones. That defense at every level can get after it. I mean, we talked about it at the draft. They got better. I mean, how do you take a team that's in the Super Bowl? The team in the Super Bowl should never be picking eight and just adding right. pieces. And then every piece that falls to you as you're drafting is like the highest rated guy on the board and then some because everybody else is falling over themselves to prove their geniusness. And the Eagles are just like, well, we'll just keep taking defense, defense. Yeah, like you said uh, on the draft aftermath, their goal is to let teams not score <laughs> at all. It's quite the goal. It is, and they might achieve it. I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, they get the bitter taste of that Super Bowl loss out of their mouths here uh, at the at the Patriots. It's hard to score any points when you can't get any yards. Get the you can't win games if you can't score. Um, and and uh, Mac Jones getting an actual offensive coordinator will make him better. Will make a difference. I just yeah. don't know if it'll make a difference in Week One. Today week is four. not that day. And not against that Eagles defense, which seems extremely fierce. Um, I want Jalen Hurts and the Eagles to show me something. All right, I'm I'm taking uh, the Eagles and I'm giving a three and a half with you. But I want them to just whip them. I I want yeah, I want them to win by thirty. I want them to uh, beat the brakes off the Pats because they're clearly a better team uh, in all phases. And the the Pats are professional, of course. They got the good coach. They got the right. solid defense. Uh, they're gonna. They're not gonna roll over. But if the Patri- if the Phil- if the Philadelphia Eagles are really all that, um, I want to see it. I want to see them win by three or four touchdowns uh, because I think they should. Yeah, I want to uh, see backups in the fourth quarter. Yes, just like the uh, the Tigers, uh, Memphis Tigers last night uh, at Arkansas State. God, that Arkansas State team is terrible. But I'll talk about that in the after show. Uh, Raiders Broncos an uh, AFC West action. Uh, the Sean Payton era has gotten off to a huge start, and they haven't even played a game yet. Uh, but that mouth of his is already making headlines. But the Raiders say, hey, we like making off-field headlines too. Chandler Jones uh, is very unhappy with the organization uh, to the point where they actually called, like, the SWAT team to his house to check yeah. on his uh, – they, they actually him. did a wellness check. They did the wellness check that we talked about doing for Bryce in Brooklyn all these years. They we'll actually did the for, wellness we'll check. We'll have a look for Matt Coral at the same time because he's gone <laughs> MIA. Uh, so safe to say he's not playing for the Raiders anytime soon or ever again. Uh, Denver, uh, they'll try to run Jerry Judy out there because guess what? He's got a hamstring, but it's unlikely uh, as of this morning. The reports say that he's unlikely to play for Denver. Uh, this one is one of two cop-out lines we're going to have in a row. Raiders plus three yeah. at the Broncos. <laughs> smells like smells pushy. Uh, mm-hmm. um, 
Uh, I'm taking the Broncos. There's nowhere to go but up for them after finally getting rid of Nathaniel Hackett and replacing him with an actual NFL coach. I don't think it's possible for them to look anywhere close to as bad as they looked last year. And if their defense can play with any amount of respectability, like if they can find that pride again after Nathaniel Hackett completely stripped them of it, uh, then I think that they're definitely the better team on the field. And at home, wipe that stink of last year off of you. Go whoop the Raiders, who I think will be better as the season goes on, but not. Yeah, let Sean Payton cook, right? Let Russ cook, let Sean yeah. Did you hear, hear what he said about uh, Russ? About, hey, stop kissing all the fucking babies. You're not running yeah. for office. He, Russ <laughs> needs this guy. Yeah, exactly. He needs somebody to tell him, hey, dude, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, doing this isn't the PR up the aisle on the plane and trying to prove yeah. yourself to everybody? No. Man, can, cut all that yeah. shit out and play football. Yeah, he's calling Russ out on his BS, and I like it. I love it, absolutely. Yeah, just just go and play. Um, and, and he gets the Vegas defense to start strong, so that's a, another key. <laughs> gets the, Broncos country, let's ride. That Raiders secondary. Broncos country, let's ride. So I will concur with you and take Denver and give it a three. Uh, Dolphins and Clipper Chargers. Uh, this is the East going out West. So we got the West going out East earlier. Now we got the East going out to the West Coast late. Uh, uh-oh. Taron Armstead, the left tackle for the Dolphins. He's out. He's got a leg oh. injury and a back. Oh, boy. Who has already got some problems and they haven't even started yet. Uh, Miami 9-8 and eight last year. Clippers 10-7. and seven. Dolphins are the cop-out underdog in this one, plus three at the Chargers. Yeah. They should not be allowed to play this game in Southern California because this game might actually start a wildfire all by itself. Ooh. <laughs> 51 is the, it's the highest number on the board, and it's probably the lowest number on the board when it comes to this game. If this game doesn't go both teams into the 30s, I will be shocked. Um, Love the Dolphins when, when two is upright. Can they keep him upright? That's the question. Uh, last year he made it into week four that's good enough for me i'll take the dolphins <laughs> uh it's a, it's a tough test for the dolphins defense with of course uh yeah. justin herbert and the chargers um kellen moore should get herbert balling early joey bolson and company will get after tua that's the reason i don't necessarily love the uh the over is because uh, how long is tua going to be able to stay upright and even if he is upright how much can he pull off before joey bolson comes in he's only going to get two seconds to throw the ball right so that's the deal with me. Is I don't know how long he's going to get, and I don't I don't know how many hits hits uh, how many hits he's going to be able to take before he goes down again. Uh, Pro Football Focus gave me a stat. Uh, L.A. solved the Miami O last year, just last year. They actually did what I was talking about. It's not a stat, but it's just the observation of, uh, reminding me of uh, the fact that the Dolphins actually got shut down last year when they played the Chargers because they did what I said you got to do: take away Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle down the seams and make. Uh, to a throw underneath and with some touch, which he's just, he's not that good. So he can't, yeah. can't do that. He's still not that good at quarterback, the actual quarterback position. Uh, now, you know, Mike McCarthy needs to find an adjustment. I'm not doubting he can, but I'm going to err on the side of the of the Chargers uh, once again, since they seem to have the cheat code and know how to handle the uh, the Dolphins and Tua. So I'm going to take the LA and give the three. Uh, the other pushy, LA though. team. Sure yeah, smells pushy. That, that it does. Uh, the other L.A. team, the Rams, out in Seattle. Uh, boy, the L.A. Rams and all the issues that they have, and now Cooper Cup with his hamstring on, on the pup list. 
uh, yet another hamstring injury. Uh, but Seattle has issues. Jamal Adams is not going to play with his knee injury. He's not back yet. The rookie corner that they drafted, Devin Witherspoon, guess what? He's got a hammy. He's not going to play. Uh, with all that still, Rams at 5-12 and 12 last year, just terrible. Seattle at 9-8 and eight with their playoff push that they made under Geno Smith. Rams are the dogs plus 4.5 at the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. The Rams are the victory auto wreckers car of the NFL. <laughs> you know, they're the Blues Brothers car pulling up to Daly Plaza at the end of the movie. I'm taking the Seahawks. Um, I concur. The uh, Yeah. <laughs> Seattle will look like the Legion of Boom has returned uh, against these Rams. I don't know who, who the Rams are running at receiver anymore after uh, Cooper Cup. Is 2-2 uh, Atwell. Atwell. <laughs> We said it both at the same time. Is this the Rams yeah. theme song? <laughs> Pretty much. Their fight, their fight song. <laughs> Let's go! Yeah! All right, Sunday Night Football, Cowboys Giants again. Do they do this every fucking year? Why are we yes. seeing the Cowboys and the Giants on Sunday Night again in Week One? This is what uh, the world I, hates us. You talk about going to the well. Like, what's going to get a big rating? Let's uh, Cowboys New York on Sunday Night. Huge rating. They, they already know. So they just go back to the well. Dallas 12-5 and five last year, Giants 9-7-1. and one. Uh, Tight end Darren Waller would be a big addition for the Giants, except he's got a hammy. So I don't know how much he's going to play tonight, but I'll tell you, week one is the week of the hammies. Uh, Cowboys are the favorite, minus three and a half up in New York. Yeah, I don't even care about how good these teams are. It's the Cowboys at the Giants on Sunday Night Football. Give me the Giants. Love the hook. Uh. <laughs> You know, Wink Martindale blitzing Zach into oblivion is, is how the Giants would get it done. Um, and yet somehow I'm, I, I feel like Dallas is going to, like, take control late in the game and, and just sort of figure things out. It might be one of those where to take the Giants in the first half and the, and the Cowboys in the second. I think once they make the adjustments and realize, hey, we got the better talent, we got the better team, uh, we need to put these guys away. Um, so I'm going to take Dallas and give the three and a hook. I don't feel great about that, but uh, yeah, yeah, you you, you said three point game Sunday night. That, that very well might be how it turns out. But I got Dallas by four. No, <laughs> so, oh that's boy. how strong I that's, <laughs> that's how strong I feel about that. Uh huh. All right, the main event of the week Monday night: Buffalo and the Jets. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers debut in New York, and he draws the forgotten Buffalo Bills. Uh, they won't have Von Miller. He's on the pub list with a knee injury, but. Uh, they're still a pretty good team, despite no one really was, uh, yeah. talking about them. 13-3 and three last year, folks. Don't forget about the, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they are the favorite in this big matchup, minus two and a half at the Jets. You, we talked about the Bills summoning that pride, right, to, 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 to come into this spot. They've been, they're the team that's been left at the altar as the, as the Jets are being handed all the flowers. But I, I'm taking the Jets just because I've got the – the narrative play thing going on in my head here. I feel like there could be some, so shall we say, shenanigans uh, oh, going no. on in this game. Yeah, I've got a weird feeling about this one. I think the NFL wants to get the Jets over so bad that what better place to show it than on Monday night football in front of everybody to see, I'll take the Jets and the points. Bills better would win be... by two. <laughs> It would be embarrassing for all that hype for, for Aaron Rodgers to go in there and lose his very first game. But they gave him a very tough team, 13-3 and three last year. I know. Buffalo I love the Bills. Needs... I'm doing this. I'm taking one for the team here because I want the Bills to ah. just annihilate these guys. And they need to show the world where they stand. They need to remind – we talked about it. Yeah. 
They need to tell everybody, hey, we're still the Buffalo Bills. All the Jets love and all the Aaron Rodgers love. They need to remind the Jets who they are. They need to remind the world who they are. Uh, the, the Man, Jets I wish they had Von Miller, though. Yeah, that would that would be a big help. Uh, the Jets' D is going to make it tough. Uh, the Bills got to overcome that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going with the narrative play of they're going to rise up and, and psych themselves I up for this so. one. I want you to win this pick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I got to go. I picked the Bills to win the title this year, so I can't have them. I know. I have them super- losing. We have them both on the Super Bowl. Yeah. More on after show when we come back. Now into our VIP after show yeah. program where I get to say how proud I am that I made it through that show upright because of how tired yeah. I am from last night. Although I yeah, there's that it. there's that part of me that just wants to see the Jets just go completely tits up in this game, you know. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers is melting down in the third quarter, and all you know, all this new look offense just not gelling the way that it's supposed to, and his receivers are running the wrong routes. And I I, <laughs> I mean, and the and, and the Bills do what the Bills what we, I. I just worry because we know what they're capable of. And how many times do you just know what the Bills are capable of and then they just they let you down, right? They yeah, just they don't just, go do yeah. it. Yeah. And as much as I want them to go in there and put, you know, thirty eight to seven on these guys, I, I don't know uh I don't know if, if that would be allowed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I really uh, do want the I want the Bills to annihilate the Jets so bad I picked against them. Like, what are they going to do to stop the bill? Are they going to ch- uh, call uh, Project for charging and butting with his helmet when he runs over the, the Jets uh, on a scramble? I, I don't know how they're going to oh, yeah, possibly. Maybe. Um, but, but also, too, the Jets' defense handled the Bills both times last year. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to be tough. So, so and we, know what, we know what happens to Josh Allen when, with, when the pressure starts getting on him. Uh, I still don't think they did anything the Bills did to address their running game. Uh, I like James Cook, but is J- James Cook is now the sort of Alexander Madison of the AFC. It's like James Cook was a nice sort of ancillary piece, change of pace. Is James Cook a every down, you can go to him all the time type NFL back? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he is. I think he's a better fantasy player than a real player, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, that, well, I think the problem is – the Bills always know in the back of their mind that their lead running back when they really need anything to happen is project. And the, the problem right. is how long is he going to be able to stay upright being the lead back and the quarterback? No, the, but uh, so. the Bills need a, they they need a every down back, you know, they need somebody who can just go in there and go and get you those, two yards when the guy who you know is going to go and get you those two yards is josh allen you're going to wear down yeah that's what seems to have been happening so So i think they know singletary right they they know they got to see uh dalton kincaid um yeah we'll see uh, if that uh, is a difference maker on the on the the slot there because you know they're going to have them bottled up on the outside the jets are going to completely have that they're going to have Diggs and oh, whoever else they have still. Gabe, um, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, yeah, those guys. Uh, they're going to. I think they're going to have them pretty well bottled up. So it's going to be can can Allen be patient? Can Allen take the underneath stuff? 
could he utilize running back? Can, can Cook, you know, become a, a receiver out of the backfield? And can can they be patient? Because that's the way they're going to have to go on. They're going to have to go on 14, 15 play drives. I don't think I don't see two play 75 yard drives coming out of the Bills uh, a lot in this game. No, I don't think they're going to put up 30 points. But it, to my point of they need to show the world and remind everybody who they are. We talk about the Bills' struggles and they're, what they're not going to be able to do on the outside and what they got to be patient to do. We're still talking about the number seven rush offense in football last year and the number seven pass offense in football last year. Top ten rushing and passing the Buffalo Bills. They're going to figure it out. I just feel like they're going to find a way and figure it out in this situation Monday night at Aaron Rodgers with all the spotlight and all the love on them. I just feel like they're going to put that together, and it's going to be a, a basically the uh, reflection of how I see them performing this season and going and winning the Super Bowl is that us against the world, one of our last opportunities, you know, we're getting a little long in the tooth. Everyone's talking about everyone else. Everyone's moved on past us. It's time for us to remind everybody who the fuck we are. So that's why I got to go with the Bills in, in this spot. Now, hopefully the refs don't come out and, and affect the game. That would really suck. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I can't blame you. I am going through my multiple DFS lineups and taking Mark Andrews out. Yeah, take him straight out. Yeah, so I'm running a test. Um, looks like looks like I've got him out on a lot, and then we're still not so sure about Darren Waller tonight. But it says he's expected to play. Uh, he's got a hammy. I mean, if he plays, what? How good do you think he's going to be? Yeah, I don't like, know. Many... I don't have him. I don't have a lot of Darren Waller tonight, so I'm not too okay. worried about it. Uh, but I had several lineups. I had several lineups that had Mark Andrews plugged into him, so he's gone. Yes, he goes. So yeah, in the one in my Lamar Jackson lineup, obviously I replaced him with Likely because he's the likely replacement. And uh, and. Uh, all the other ones just became T.J. Hawkinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think we all know the, uh, the the tight ends to fill in when you got to go to emergency guys and the, all these other. Yeah, where, where's your where's your Tennessee guy that I wound up drafting in my fantasy? You know, oh my Oconquo. god, for all the lineups that I have today, because I'm trying something different. I'm doing lower dollar values and I'm spraying more lineups out there, seeing how right. that works. So I think uh, I do not own much. Chigo Okwankwo today, and he's my guy. Yeah. But just because he's my guy doesn't mean I play him every week. Okay. I actually, one of the lineups I actually have, uh, because of the weird DraftKings rules, I have my tight end in that game is Taysom Hill. Oh, brother. <laughs> so I got Taysom Tebow. Well, uh, Taysom Tebow, yeah. Super cheap. And hey, if he throws the touchdown, I get those points too. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I've got a lot of different lineups today. I've got 20 different lineups for the game tonight. Wow. For the uh, for the Giants and Cowboys, I've got 20 lineups, um, but I only did them at 50 cents a piece. Okay. So I'm only exposed to that game for $10. Sure. So I'm curious to see... Uh, you know, ten dollars worth of bets if I can make money on that with with all these different lineups, you know, with different captains and all these different things. So, 
trying to do a little different approach because my approach last year was I would do a whole lot of three or five dollar lineups, but not a whole lot, but I would only I'd do like five of them, you know. Right. So I'd do five lineups and I'd have twenty to twenty five dollars for the week. And you know, in most weeks I would I'd lose a little or I'd make a little, but I broke even most of last year. Now this week I've got like thirty five lineups for that same twenty five dollars. Theoretically, there's more chances, right? So right, more 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 shots. So you know, a lot of those though are the showdown tonight, and I'll probably do the same thing tomorrow night um, for for Bills and Jets. Um, a lot of variations. You know, you get into these things where you can optimize your your guys and figure it out. So it's actually I've mean, I have actually have a lot of fun. I, I'm really enjoying it, and it's not costing me much money. I'd like it to eventually make me some money. Of course. The so the thing that's so frustrating about DFS is why I can't play that many lineups. It doesn't matter how many lineups I play. Someone is going to score a touchdown. I have no idea who they are. I would have never oh, yeah. put like, them in my lineup. Like, like, well, yeah, like if Deuce Vaughn has three touchdowns tonight <laughs> for, for the Cowboys, you know, because he's you already called nine. It. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's always him, going folks. to like it's that bracket buster, you know. It's the guy who just right. breaks the breaks the slate, you know. And, oh, you know. And, and, and last year, oh god, who was it last year? It was the Ray, oh, OJ Howard last year. Ah, that's right. Two he touchdowns twice, right? in yeah. week one for the tight mm-hmm. for the Texans. I don't know if he scored again. <laughs> right. That's that's what drives me nuts about that. That makes me want to pull my hair out. I don't have any hair, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll play some DFS uh, right now before I before uh, before noon comes up. But I'll probably play more like parlays and trying to figure out some of these right. spreads and over unders that I want to you know tie up and and try to make some three four five team pops off of those. So I also have my uh, my Pro Football Focus, and they'll generate some lineups for you. Okay. So I tried something where I did I generated ten lineups with them. For today for the main slate and I entered them in a, a, a dime entry. All right. So I've got 10 lineups for a dollar. Okay. I'm very curious to see how those lineups do versus the lineups that I actually made myself where I created the lineup and I didn't use a generator or anything like that. Cause I'm, I'm just like, okay, are these things BS? I want to know. I want to know. So I'm on this little, mission to improve my skills by actually using more tools this year and looking at things. So I actually have a lot of fun. Um, I, I did a little bit with baseball. Baseball's too random for me. Oh my God. Um, Who would have seen so-and-so go four for five with two homers? Yeah. Today? Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Baseball to me, I, I and, and baseball such a slog or I don't have the, I don't have the discipline to just every day, oh, I'll check my lineups. Oh, God, go check my lineups. Well, this guy's <laughs> not batting in the right spot today. Oh, no, this guy's on the bench. Oh, man, right. no. Yeah, so, it, 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 it have, can be. It can be a slog. Yeah. And then I've got one, one $5 lineup, which was the one that I got for free because I played on Thursday night, so they gave you an entry into the uh, – the lineup, and, and shockingly, I'm sure to you, is that's my that's my Bears lineup. Huh. Okay. That's my Justin Fields lineup. 
Not a lot of Justin Fields and other guys, but but Justin Fields was an absolute fantasy monster. Justin Fields last year. put up thirty all by himself. <laughs> yeah, he, he can do that. that. That's why you better, you better beat the hell out of the Packers today. Come oh, on, yeah. bear down. I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm, I, they have to, right? They, 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 they better, they better. Um. I'm looking over my uh, one fantasy league uh, lineup today, and I think the only question uh, that I will pose, would you pull this move that I pulled uh, for my defense? Um, I drafted the Bills again, but Mm. uh, in the very slight fear of Karen Rodgers actually bowing up that first game and doing something, I'm going to bench the Bills, and I picked up Jacksonville going to Indy with that I don't hate rookie that. quarterback. Okay. You know, yeah, this I... is the problem I have with, with fantasy defense scoring is you sometimes you get more points from bad defenses than you do from the just the stout defenses, right? Cuz sometimes if you if you just have a defense that goes out and plays a great game and pitches a shutout, but they don't really do a lot else, you get your 10 points and you go home. Right. They get like two sacks and nothing else. Right. But you could have a team that goes out, gives up 27, but has four sacks and a pick six, and they score mm-hmm. more. I, I I hate defensive scoring for <laughs> fantasy purposes. I really do. Uh, last year, oh, man, who was it that kept – there was a run last year where Cleveland kept breaking slates with their defense. You know, they weren't doing anything extra special. But they were scoring, and that's and it's huge. That's, that's all you need. Six or a scoop and score. Or, oh man! And it's so all random. Right. Look at the Lions' defense on, um, oh. <laughs> on Monday night, on Thursday night. I think they scored nine. You know, so you start but with six 10. was because of of a perfect pass to right. from Mahomes to, to Tony the, right in his hand. Yeah, correct. That goes for a pick six. And there were people who were in the money who were sitting there with Lions D. Oh my God! Can you imagine you know, they that? Could, or you, yeah. Or if you were gambling legal, the people oh, that man. pick Lions D as a prop to get a touchdown. Well, yeah. And they're like, oh, Lions, if you captain the defense, and a lot oh, of a lot wow. of these DFS slates for showdown, if you captain the defense of the other team, you know, you captain a defense, it's cheap. Right to captain a defense versus captaining Mahomes, right? So you can captain a defense and then just load up the rest of your lineup with all these skill position guys, and then the defense goes out and does that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's so a now you've got that's... a free fourteen or fifteen points, uh, right. you know, from that defense because you get extra points when you captain. So mm-hmm. that now becomes like a fourteen for the Lions, and now you still could put Mahomes and you could have put all those other guys in there with a cap Lions captain defense. You would have won money. Crazy. Now it, it, that's just people... as random as the the four for five baseball hitter. Like, how can you tell who's going to get a defensive touchdown that day? Right. So the only people who are sitting there captaining Lions defense are the people who are building a lot of lineups. Or people in Detroit. Right. <laughs> Natives of Detroit. That's the only people that want to captain that, the Lions. I remember that game I was so mad about last year when I wanted to uh, get Nathaniel Hackett fired because I actually had that, <laughs> that, that showdown slate. I had both. Uh, I had both defenses. 
Oh. I, and I was just racking up points because they were both so bad that game, and they were getting sacks, and there were picks, and it was just a terrible football game. And, yeah, I had both defenses in that game. There's so many bad Nathaniel Hackett games. Are you talking about the Thursday night one that the fans talking were about the leaving? Game that the fans walked out. Okay, yeah. Colts. I was going to say, or, or the England yeah. game where they should have lost probably. That was the Atlanta game, right? That was the one where I was – that was the one where – you had them I fully losing expected and, them to fly over there and leave him there. <laughs> Fire him and leave him in England, right? Yes. <laughs> no, that, thir- that Thursday night it was just... That was the worst. That's all of infamy bad. It was a terrible okay. game. Terrible, terrible football. Oh, but I'm excited. We must... Oh, man, we got to differ on eight or nine. It was a lot. Was it that many? I, I was shocked how differently we saw week one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, I didn't realize it was that. And it wasn't I knew a lot where well, we see what because we weren't loudly disagreeing with each other. Is like I'd pick a team and then you'd be like, "Well, I have to score one point the other way," or <laughs> right. or you or you I like I'm going against you, but I just don't really feel so good about it. So there, there's not you know it's week one, so there's not a lot of 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 known things, and the next week is even worse. That is <laughs> overreaction Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because it also goes into the lines. Right. It definitely skews the lines when you got those overreactions. Yeah. Uh, so, no, clearly be- our our most interesting uh, uh, disagreement for this week is going to be you uh, writing that. Ravens bandwagon for week one, which has worked so well over the years. Houston so bad. I, I jumped off. I took the Texans. So we're definitely got to keep an I eye on that. I might have one. against a better opponent. Might have uh, jumped off the, the Ravens. Yeah, the, the Texans aren't good. I, I, I understand that. I'm, I'm not yeah. suggesting they're going to surprise and win six or seven games or anything like that. And, uh, it just, it might, I, and the fact that this snuck under 10. To me, it, it just feels like a gift. I just I, I struggle to see where Houston and 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 Arizona, both of those big dogs. I, I just struggle to see where they find points. And it could be fluky special team stuff, or or who knows? Or maybe I'm way overselling Washington. Maybe they're just a, they're, they're terrible. I don't think Washington's terrible. I, they're I, I think Arizona. That's a, both of those are anti the other team picks and some Ravens love because nobody's more ready week one than the Baltimore Ravens. That, that's true. I understand. No, I, I struggle to see where Washington, I get, I don't think they're very good. Um, I don't, I don't see where they're going to score the points. Like I said, flood that under. Um, so that's basically why I'm taking the Arizona and the points. I don't think Arizona is scoring 10 points, but I don't think Washington. I see this as a high teens to, you know, the other team in the single digits kind of game. That's exactly what I got. So, like sixteen to seven, or mm-hmm. sixteen to six uh, for for Washington. I mean, right? No, that's because you would cover it. So that's why you see that. Whereas I like fifteen to nine because that wouldn't. Fifteen to nine. I like that. Yeah. That's Go card. All field goals. So wait a minute. I better. <laughs> I am going to go and make. I should make a lineup for that game <laughs> with both kickers. Both in the defenses, <laughs> and and then I, and then like both Washington running backs. Yeah, man, I, I I don't I don't like points in that game at all. So that's you the way what? you. 
I'm doing it for you <laughs> right now. Hang All on. Right. I'm going to see if that game is on the board. I'm going to put a dollar on that. Hang on. Showdown Good. captain mode. Oh, hey, Arizona at Washington. Okay. Hang on. We're going to do this. All right. Put my one. I'm not going to. Uh, one dollar. One. Oh, single entry. There we go. So that way I don't have to worry about people putting 20 lineups in there. <laughs> so I will captain Washington's defense. <laughs> How's that sound? Okay. And I will flex. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put both Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson in my lineup. Okay. Both kickers. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got Joey Sly and Matt Prater. That only leaves at least me with nineteen thousand dollars. Patrick Go crazy. playing in this game. <laughs> oh boy, you wish he was. Uh, so yeah, you can go crazy defenses, with the rest of that. Both kickers. Wait. Oh, I didn't put. Uh, I don't. I can't put. I can't do it. I can't use Arizona's defense, man. Oh. You can't. I mean, I can. <laughs> All right. I mean, you're, there we go. You're all... There's my lineup. I left uh, a fifty thousand dollars salary. <laughs> I've got fifteen thousand six hundred dollars on the board. And all Those I are the lineups that win. Game, all I'm playing, in, it's right. It doesn't matter if it, if this lineup money's out. Uh, I will give all credit to you. Not Those the are the type out. of lineups that that make cash. That's how it happens. I was about to, I was about to before you finalize. I was about to say, really, the only other playable thing in that game, if you can't use both defenses, baby Terminator. Other than that, I wouldn't play any of the receivers because I don't trust either one of those quarterbacks. No, I played That's... both defenses because the only way Arizona covers this game is a defensive touchdown, right? Or or a punt return, or baby ter- or baby Terminator just they just slam him and then he just you know breaks through eventually. So there you go. I just made what might be the one of the cheapest DFS lineups on the slate, <laughs> and I'll Those, let you know. I'll, and it's not a big contest. Um, that is only. There's only like 800 people in this one, so that's 600 more than I would have thought. And it's single entry, so that, like I said, so that means that each person can only have people running in there and throwing 100 lineups in there, yeah. Right, and it's got it doesn't have a huge, you know, first place probably pays 50 bucks, but hey, whatever. After that game is over, I will screenshot my result. And I'll send it to you, and then we could we could recap that on the, on the next show. That might even come up with an award. If that wins me money, <laughs> that might be best of the week. It's us hating Arizona and Washington so bad that we played two kickers, two defenses, and two running backs. Uh, I, I hope Zach Ertz doesn't go crazy uh, for for your sake. I, I could. I mean, both of those running backs are fantasy viable, Robinson and Gibson. So, sure. You know, those two guys could do it all by themselves. So that, that, yeah, that's man. fun. I'm going to be watching that one. Defensive battles. There, there's, it's tougher to make money in baseball uh, DFS with, with when you're projecting uh, low-scoring games. But it's possible if you just ignore the lineups and go down to right. the pitching props and do strikeouts and, and uh, oh uh, sure go low on the hits allowed and stuff like that. 
Um, and then, of course, the under for the game. Um, yeah, well, so I, I, it's tough, but it can be done. Apparently, one of the more popular strategies for MLB DFS is avoid the high-priced chalky pitchers because of what they do to your payroll, right? So sure. don't don't throw all the money down on Spencer Strider, Clayton Kershaw every time they start because you're going to take like one-third of your team's salary. What you're looking for is the the sneaky, like the cheap pitcher pitching against the bad team, right? Yes. Or the cheap yes. pitcher pitching in a ballpark, like with Wrigley with the wind blowing in, you know, type right. situation. Look for those and then just load up studs on offense versus try to win with stud pitchers. Right. I, I, I said DFS and then I talked about uh, props for pitchers. So clearly it's I was okay. not talking about DFS. You're talking I'm about, talking about uh, single game parlays, right? Yeah. Um, but. Which I wish I had some of that stuff because I don't think I'd be betting so much on game results, but I would love to bet like receiving props and rushing props and that type of stuff, mm-hmm. but I can't yeah. do it. Can't do it. Not, 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 not yet. Not legal yet. No, uh, no. I mean, I'm the guy who told you Clemson in the under <laughs> when we were in Vegas. Oh my gosh. You know, if I could, if I didn't have to work Saturdays and I could sit there and study college, I'm sure people make a killing with some of these uh, games oh. last night and yesterday. No, do you know like, where I would have made money? So would have been so fading Wisconsin these last two weeks. Because uh. when I saw the Badgers ranked, ranked going on the road to Washington State and only giving five and a half, hmm. I was like, they're going to lose. They got blown <laughs> out. And then the week before, they were 28-point favorites. I'm like, the Badgers never cover 28 anymore. I could have faded the Badgers twice and won both. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're just always they, – they, they just, they just, they've got this bad thing about gagging it up. And I'm not a Badgers fan, but I live in the state, so I have exposure. So you just kind of you, – you know, like you have with the Titans, right? Right. You're not necessarily a, a Titans fan. You appreciate what they do, but you know, right? I'm a fan because of what I've seen them do. Right, you have an act. You don't have an active rooting interest. Like if the Titans and the Bears are playing, you're rooting for the Bears. I'm probably rooting for the Bears, yes. And but but because you have so much you know familiarity with the team because you're in the market and, and you know you you have that insight that mm-hmm. somebody who lives in another city might have if that you know somebody lived in Denver would have right so i have that exposure to the badgers so i've seen the history with them and i would man i could have faded them so hard the last two games and won money well i had the exact same experience with the uh, memphis football tigers the, the university of memphis um getting to watch their opener last week last uh saturday live where they played some uh 1-8 team i think uh, uh bethune cookman uh and, and you know playing with their food and, and destroying them easily. And then knowing that they were going out to Arkansas state last night, not seeing any of the Arkansas state opener last week against Oklahoma, but just seeing the scoreboard and seeing that Arkansas state lost their opener at Oklahoma by the score of 73 to nothing. Uh, that should have told me that the Tigers are going to go to Arkansas state last night and absolutely destroy them. And they did and the line. And they did. And the line was only 21. Memphis was only minus three touchdowns against Arkansas State, and they had that covered in the first half and went on to roll 37-3. to 
I should have thrown five hundred fucking dollars on Memphis minus twenty one because I had that. Not, I knew they were going to kill him, and I didn't do it. And I was so mad at myself because it was so obvious. But and that happens all the time. There's so many matchups that are just like that where you know if you were paying attention, you know, okay, this team is okay but not great, but this other team doesn't even belong playing football. So of course they're going to go destroy them. But I, you know, I can't keep up with all of that. Uh, and there are people who do, who, who that's their jobs, and they make plenty of money off of that. And I, I, I should have done it last night. I, it didn't occur to me, but I, I should have. <laughs> I was driving home Thursday night because I have to catch the first, you know, quarter of Thursday night football in my car most Thursdays. And I'm on, I'm listening to ESPN or who, whoever it is, or Fox Sports Radio, whichever sports station. I can't get that many of them, and they're hyping. It's a pregame show, and they're really hyping up. It was ESPN, and they're really hyping up this Sky Moore over receiving yards prop bet. And I was so <laughs> sick of these two. By, by you know, after driving for 15 minutes, I wanted to pull over, pull out an app, and fade that so hard, <laughs> and I couldn't because they were pushing the, the guy who was on the he was going out of his way. You're so sure to push, he just knew. That because because not only that, but he's also trying to prop up whatever you know blonde bombshell they have that does these things now. Um, okay. I wish I could fade all of them, you know, because <laughs> there's oh whoever the one is on ESPN or was it NFL Network who does all the analytics that are always wrong and every game score she predicts is within two points. <laughs> And I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, but no, because they're all the same to me. But yeah, they're all awful. And, yeah. and, and if she's sitting at a computer coming up with all this stuff on her own, Godspeed to her. But I, I'm pretty sure that's all being fed in through a earpiece. And for those who aren't aware, Sky Moore Thursday night, one carry, four yards, three <sighs> targets, zero catches. Yeah, yeah. His prop bet was 44 receiving yards. He was 44 under that prop. And they were telling everybody, hammer this over for Sky wow. Moore receiving yard. Yeah. And I, they, I they, was like, wow. <laughs> they were hard wrong. They were like me. They were loud wrong. And I'm driving home like, no way. I want to fade. I want to <laughs> go on. I want this under so bad I could taste it. And I could, I could, I should have called you. <laughs> I'm, I'm working now. <laughs> hammer the score. I hammer Sky Moore on the under. Could have covered your uh, uh, part of Blog Talk Radio feeds yeah. for the la- for the last two years just by hammering that. <laughs> yeah, I God, I wanted to hammer the under on that so hard. Could you imagine if you just took all the KC receivers ha- and parlayed the under? Man, that, that, that would have made that would have cashed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you uh. would ever have expected that with Patrick Mahomes, but. But I kind of thought that he wasn't going to be that big. I I, I called for two uh, two ninety in the air, and he only got to two seventy six. So that was yeah. I don't know uh, what his prop was, but yeah, uh, two. Uh, I think I wrote that wrong. Two twenty six, not two seventy six. Yeah. and they got to yeah. go to the Jags next week. Yeah, that's not going to be easy either. No, I, and I, it's, I mean and, it's, a, it's a clear bounce back spot, but but as we know, like, strange things happen in spot. Jacksonville. It's a bounce back spot for the Chiefs, but it's not a get right spot. Does that make sense? No, no, I yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess I understand that. Like bounce so back should. as far as you need to go bounce back, 
but mm-hmm. it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Things happen in Jacksonville, and their defense is, is... – That team is actually good. Yeah, their D is pretty so stout. So in, in years past, that would be, oh, hey, we're going to Jacksonville week. All is right with the world. <laughs> not so much anymore. And you can't trust uh, – and plus, you can't trust the Chiefs uh, offense right now anyway uh, because until they get on the same page, they, they look very shaky. Like, is he going to keep – I know he said – I know Mahomes said after the game that Tony's going to be okay and he's, and he's going to keep trusting him. He has to be in How? his mind. He had to be cussing He's like Tony Brett out Maher in his mind. Now. <laughs> yeah, we love him. We're going to trust him. No, no, we really aren't. Well, we're going to say out loud we, we're going to trust him and love him. And yeah, No. I mean, I, that I, was – do you remember last year when Christian Watson dropped that touchdown yeah. on the first play? Like, he was a ghost for the next nine weeks. Of course. I mean, we might not see Kadarius Tony till 2028. He is going, that's what I'm saying is you shouldn't. You shouldn't see him get targeted ever again. protection right now. You shouldn't, but Holmes was talking after the game like he was going to keep targeting him and like he was going to be a big part. Like, how? I, I, I couldn't right. believe Holmes didn't cuss him out on the field. Like, I mean, if I'd have done if, that and if I'd have thrown a, a perfect ball in his hand and watched it go the other way, I'd have been like, you yeah, motherfucker, what the hell? I, yeah, trust you? me. I know. It happened to me. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, in, in I threw balls when we were in high school games. that would hit dudes uh-huh. in the chest, bounce off their chest, and then into the defensive <laughs> guys. Like, what am I supposed to do? That's on me, right? That's a pick. I should have thrown that right into your chest. Terrible. Interception on you. Awful. I, I, I tweeted that. I was like, what a terrible throw by Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and, it be, and because I didn't Tony want the blowback. was so bad. Out. If the Chiefs played in Rio de Janeiro, the fans would have murdered him after the game. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's own goal <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> Oh dear! You don't uh, own goal, right? You you know what happens in South America, man. You own goal in a soccer hey, hey! match. Cartel's over. coming for you. <laughs> That's right. So Kadarius Tony, you better be loving the land of the free. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you own goal uh, in those situations, and uh, yeah, about they, the end of it for they, you. You get you get you get the Effingham treatment. <laughs> They take you around back of the building and gone. Wait, where do you go? Where, what happened to him? What? Who? Wait. Who? Tony. Kadarius. Tony. Nineteen. Who? Yeah. Oh, he's just okay. I guess he doesn't exist anymore. All right, moving on. So yeah, we we made it made it through week one. It was. Uh, a long night for me in the in the early morning, and uh, yet still, I, I got my coffee and we got it done. And uh, thank you for covering me and making sure I, I didn't miss a game because uh, somehow I, I completely uh, overlooked one. Uh, but, but we got them all in. Watching, I'm looking at the list because I'm on the covers uh, page, watching the lines change as we're making the picks, which is fun. And yeah, because huh. I actually picked I picked Tampa Bay and Minnesota at five, and now I've got it. It's four and a half, but that's fine. It's honest. This is it's the I, honest, up to date odds. Is I I, uh, I like that, um, you know. And you you want to keep rolling Sundays in this condition? That's great. Obviously, I told <laughs> you uh, the twenty fourth, no chance. So, right, so I will not be accessible be that show. day. So that will have to be a Friday or a Saturday night um, show. Twenty uh, fourth, I'm pretty sure the. Uh... Or twenty third, rather, the uh, um, Arkansas State is at home again. So I'm, I'm pretty. We are. We. This is the first two. Uh, the this is the first game for Arkansas State. The first home game. They contacted the two Memphis guys 
that's me and, yeah. and my partner, uh, whose name is Christian. Uh, and they got us both out there to do the first Arkansas State game. The next Arkansas State game is next Saturday, and they already got us both for doing that game as well. I don't think they have an Arkansas State guy. I think we're the Arkansas State guys. Oh, right now. now are these like, at least are, I mean, are these like eleven thirty kickoffs at least, or eleven o'clock kickoffs next week? You know, no, nope, six o'clock uh, next Saturday and the Saturday after that. They're they're that's wild. For, uh, it's understandable in the mid south. Because um, oh, Memphis games are all at night. I get it. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're doing it. The games all kick off at eleven. Right. Uh, no, they, they're all uh, six. Uh, the Memphis, the next Memphis game is Thursday night, and that's six thirty. Um, and yeah, all the all the games are doing are all that in one the too. Yes. We're, oh, we're, well, we're we're the Memphis guys, so we're obligated to do the Memphis home, home games. Uh, right. But the Arkansas State ones, they 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 ask us, and we don't have to take those. But we're just just taking all the money right now. We're like, so what's the you know, experience like going to an Arkansas State game? We're, we're like white teenage girls right now. We're just saying yes to everything. Yolo. Um, it, it was fine. I I, I enjoyed Jonesboro. Um, it, it's a very lonely, uh, desolate drive between Memphis and and Jonesboro, Arkansas, which is understandable. But once you actually get to Jonesboro, it's a typical college town. There's Buffalo Wild Wings and Burger King and McDonald's and Panera Bread and Walmart and Walgreens. It, it, it's it's a typical town with everything that you would expect, and the stadium is cute and. Uh, I think it only holds like thirty, thirty-five thousand, so it's you know a step above a high school stadium. But it's fine. It's you know it is what it is. Uh, the, pro- the the parking again was another. Uh, let me uh, start uh, bitching and moaning again about parking because I'm fat and old and I hate uh, walking when you don't have to because there's plenty of again just like uh, the Liberty, plenty of parking space around the actual stadium that we don't have access to because they said that's for donors. Oh well, good for the donors. Oh so. Because uh, so nice. it's like when when you're driving down the main street to get to the stadium, you encounter uh, a, an arena, which is I assume their basketball stadium, then a uh, small baseball field, and then the football stadium is pa- is past that, all on the left. I saw everybody start lining up at the arena to start turning into that, and I drove past that to go down to the football stadium. I'm like. I, my thought process was there must be a concert or something at that basketball stadium. That's why everybody's going into that parking lot. No, that's because where everyone else has to park that isn't a donor is at the baseball stadium or the basketball stadium and then walk uh, 500 miles to the football stadium. So I, I found that out eventually uh, when I got over there. So that's what I had to do is turn back around and go back down to the baseball stadium and park on the grass and hope the car didn't sink into the grass and all that. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, it, it's there's plenty of parking right there, but because I'm not a donor, I, I'm not uh, I don't have access to that. So that's oh. uh, everything else about the experience was fine. Um, you know, the same metal benches, hard as hell. I'm actually already invested in buying a, a stadium seat with a with a back support in it. Cause yeah, I, with the hook. Yeah, hook. Yeah, they, they, you have to have yes. those at Lambo. Uh-huh. So that's big up here because Lambo is mostly benches, unless you sit in the upper deck, which I like, which is all seats. No, oh, interesting. Uh, no, we were we were in the upper deck, and it's all metal benches. So yeah, I'm, I'm already gonna bring uh, my my cushion and uh, and my back support for that I ordered, and I'm gonna be ready to go because it's two games now that I've done with no back support and no cushion. And at the end of the the both of those games, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't. This is fine for young people, but I can't sit here at, at age 47 going on 48 and uh, 300 
whatever fucking pounds I am now and, and, and do these games with no support and, and, and no cushioning at all. This is, that part is torture. Everything else is fine. The, the app is working fine. It looks like, and um, they, they're telling us great job after the game. So apparently they're getting the, the data that they need. And um, we good. had our first, we had our first encounter of somebody looking over our shoulder and going, Hey, what are you guys doing? Which happened all the time when I was doing the baseball. So I'm used to that. But uh, my partner, this is his first time doing anything like that. So he, he got a little verbose. He was trying to, uh, you know, explain it in a little more depth and detail than I would have. I would have been like, yeah, we're, uh, we're just scouting. We're just, you know, we're working for a, a, a independent promotion and we're, and we're, and we're just scouting. It's, that's basically all I would have said, but uh, you know, you're going to get that guys are going to be, you know, they're looking at you keeping up with the, the, the clock and the scoring and the plays and all that. And they're like, oh, what's going on there. Um, but, but it's fine. It's, you know, so long as they don't, try to like muscle in and try to like, uh, I don't know what you're doing there, but I don't like it or something, you know, uh, tell me more about that. Something like that. Like, no, I'm not going to tell you more because number one, I'm working and I'm busy. And number two is none of your business, but um, <laughs> you know, you're going to have interested people. So that, that's understandable. Um, but yeah, everything is, is working perfectly fine. You know, just hold, holding my breath until the end of, uh, at the end of the month. Cause that's when the, uh, the, the funds are supposed to come in. They're, accruing all of this up and they're going to give you all of it in one big ball at the end of each month. So I got to wait till September 30th to make sure they're keeping up with all of this, but so far so good. And, and we're, we're doing all these Arkansas state games cause there's a, a distance bonus to that. So in addition to, you know, the money that we're making for each game. Um, so yeah, everything uh, so far, uh, so far, so good. Well, good. good. Long so you're drive. enjoying it. So hour, hour well, 20 each way long drive. That's not, that's not bad. You like driving, so it's not so bad for you. I was like, oh, my God. Now, I will say, having driven through that part of the country, when you're down there in the in the Mississippi River Valley down there, there's no scenery. No, very, uh, it very is one empty. Of, that, drive, <laughs> that drive up 55 along the Mississippi River, you know, between right. basically when you're in Arkansas. So on the Arkansas side, when you're driving from Memphis – along the river up almost most of the way into Missouri, a horrible drive. <laughs> very lonely. Very, very empty. Very, yeah. Yeah. Very boring. And yeah, we get to go do that in a few, uh, about a month, a little over a month. Wow. So we're excited, but uh, yeah, my wife, my wife, uh, we, we talk every few days about how excited we are to come down there and we have some corkies and see you guys. And first stop was actually, Second stop on our way to Florida. Well, we'd be very, very excited and happy to see you guys. Um, I, I hope I won't fall asleep at dinner because I'll be very tired. By Hopefully, then. I'm not ill like I was the last time I was down there. <laughs> right, right. I was not doing well. Uh, I remember eating like one rib, and then you guys didn't see me the rest of the evening because I was in the restroom. <laughs> no, we, but we knew because we saw how green your face was. So we knew what you were going through. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was so miserable. And it was just a stomach virus, and everybody in the family ended up getting it on a different day, and that was just my turn. Yeah. I mean, after yeah. we got done with you guys, we were driving, because we were staying in Tunica, um, which we're not doing this time. We're actually, after we're done uh, hanging out with you guys, we're planning on driving a couple more hours yet, so we're probably going to try to get somewhere well into Mississippi, you know? Mm-hmm. below that kind of area just to get us a head start on the last day because I want the third day to not be super long. I want to get there. So. I understand that. 
but we're staying uh, somewhere in Illinois that first night. So our drive from where we're um, probably going to end up staying down to you guys isn't that long. So we'll probably, you know, be down there by you guys sometime mid to late afternoon. I wouldn't expect. Yeah, it's only uh, six, six hours roughly from where we're. Yeah, so that's not a long drive at all. Yeah, it's not so bad, but it's just the the whole trip in total is just, oof. Yeah, it's just we're just doing it in pieces, you know, so we're breaking it up so that every day isn't just anything but driving, which is nice because it allows you to just stop if you want to for a while, too. Yep, I get that. All right, so about uh, ready to clear out and get ready for week one? Yeah, I got my... Uh, got my NFL app all loaded up on my TV upstairs so I can watch Red Zone, my, my happiest three hours every Saturday, every Sunday, I mean, is that at my football crack. I'm loving it. Got my got my phone with me so I can see how all of our DFS is doing. I'm gonna, I, so all this money that I got now, $26, not a lot, but um, I'm just so – all I want to watch now is what I'm getting off of that Arizona-Washington game. <laughs> If that game shoots out, we're screwed. Um, we find a way to make that game interesting, though. That, that's what gambling does, right? That is that is degeneracy personified, <laughs> what we just did on that game with two defenses, two kickers, and both running backs from one team. Uh, you know what? I'll, I won't let you be alone in your degeneracy. I'll go in my actual gambling apps and, and flood that under like I was telling everybody else to do. I'll oh, back my, okay. Money I'll back my words up. Is. That's right. I will do that. I will back my words up. Every yeah, maybe game, every yeah. every parlay play I make, I'll make that as as part of this. The, the there's nothing more under. than I would love to see than two defensive tutties for the for the <laughs> for Washington and one going the other way for Arizona and all field goals after that. <laughs> but not too many. You've got to keep it under under thirty eight. Oh, that's right. So okay, yeah, because I want you to profit as well. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. No, that was a good show. Eight, eight we disagree on. We'll find a way to split those right down the middle. That's what There's we do. A drop. There's a drop we need. <laughs> oh, uh, Joey Styles uh, talking about uh, Bill Alfonso calling it right down the middle. Right. Right down the down middle, Danny. the middle. Uh, I'll, I'll look for that if I remember. I can still see him doing the chop. <laughs> yes. The right down the middle. There's your non-wrestling fans wrestling reference for the show. Okay, gotta have one. Take the a drink. whistle, right? That's right. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. I'll get these picks put up on the blog. I gotta now. I gotta go into freak mode and do all this stuff and make all my bets and plays and whatnot before oh, sure. noon comes. So that's the, that's the other part of the uh, Sunday morning uh, experience. Well, uh, I, but, I, now I know I, if I need to hammer a, a prop as hard as I ever do again with Sky Moore, I'm, I'm, I'm texting you. <laughs> hey, like, if you get lay, that me tw- lay me 20 on the Sky Moore <laughs> under. I'm good for it. Absolutely. All right. We are going to call it a day and get ready for real football to return in a very short amount of time, an hour and 13 minutes from where we sit right now. All right, he is Jay. I am Dre. This has been in much less detail the podcast. We are back next Sunday, and that's going to be a recap as well as uh, that's a football party too. That's a big football party. We had some hardware to hand out next week. 
That's right. We we still really haven't discussed how we're going to do that as far as the drops go, but we'll we'll get it all figured we'll out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, as we well, all. It's do. always a so it's a you know it's a work in progress with this show. That's okay. Uh, everybody enjoy your football for week one, and we will talk to you once again next Sunday morning, nine o'clock central, ten eastern. Football. Yay sports. Yeah. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.